Or is it working? We're good? Oh my goodness! Okay, you're not gonna believe this. I have been trying to make this episode for like three and a half hours, and I keep getting this stupid spam emails or something. There's like, you know what they do on Halloween. They're like, oh, you're haunted, spooky, scary things. You know, don't record podcasts by midnight. And I'm just like, oh, like, it's just, oh, it's been so frustrating. I'm sorry, I don't have any cool, like, funny jokes to enter the episode, but let's just, let's, let's roll into it! Woo! Wait, what? What's going on? What the? What's, what's that? No, 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 Happy Halloween, boys and girls. Was that spooky or what? This is a haunted, a super scary episode of Over the Fence. You know, the just the one where your weird neighbor just starts screaming weird noises. Like, what was that? Was that a pig? That's, I, don't, I don't go to farm. I don't frequent the farmhouse, but, you know, maybe, maybe. Anyways, happy Halloween. This is Over the Fence. My name is Tristan Sartors, and it is 10 minutes before midnight slash Halloween. Okay? There is a full moon arising, and that means nothing good but werewolves. I hope you love that awesome intro that took me minutes to create. It was, it was actually really cool. I, got, I started getting really into it. Um, and I used to run a podcast before where we did a whole like creative narrative story and stuff like that with all these sound effects. And it's cool. Sound effects are awesome. There's something about sound effects that just just really, really grabs hold. Such especially when you can do like spooky stuff. Like like watch this. Lightning Oh isn't that cool? You have I it's gonna be done in post. So like it, for me it wasn't as awesome, but it, uh, you just heard something cool and and that's just what it is. So happy Halloween to whoever is out there listening and feeling the spooky vibes. Okay, just let that October wind wash over you right now. Wherever you are, and actually wherever you are, step. If you're even, I don't care if you're driving. Pull over, step outside. Just feel that cool, brisk October wind blowing. Feel the leaves crunching, the the waves, the trees blowing. Ooh, there's a spookiness in the air. The ghosts, the witches, you know. All kinds of weird sounds. You have no idea. You have no idea. There's some dangers out there in the world, okay? I'm not talking about some some real life stuff, some fictional, some fun. You know, I I hated Halloween for the longest time. I was like, spookiness, you know, that's that's bad. That's negative. Um it's negative stuff, and that's that's like the devil, and that's darkness. And I don't want to be darkness. I want to be a shining light. And I'm not making fun of that. That's a good. That was a good thing. That was a good thing on on my child um, mind. But it was later in life that I was like, oh, you can appreciate it and have fun. And um, and while I'm still not really into horror, I love like the spookiness of it. I love, you know. Like little decoration, like Casper the Friendly Ghost. That's probably the best. <laughs> I don't mean I'm only like okay, you. Um. Okay, let me try and rephrase this. I don't, I'm not super into like horror, like, 
like killer weird sinister stuff um or whatever you want to call it but like this just the spooky stuff the spooky decorations the spiders and the and the weird ghosts and witches and all all kinds of fun stuff i got i got super into it um later in life i i started doing this this little animation thing that we were voicing over and again it was just like a little and this kind of that intro kind of brought me back into it just just ooh there's just a love there's a there's a fun love for halloween and i can't help but just feel it just feel alive halloween's a good time and i think a lot of people take it for granted and i wish i didn't as a younger child like as even though those thoughts were really positive and great i i quit trick or treating when i was like 11 and that was sad for me looking back um mostly because i didn't get as much candy but but, um, you know, you can always enjoy Halloween. You don't have to go trick-or-treating to enjoy Halloween now. And and I maybe I should try and go trick-or-treating now. But I just feel like I'm a bit too large that people might catch on. <clears throat> but I, I hope your Halloween is amazing. I hope it's filled with, with good smells and, and candy. And I hope, hope your, call, your Halloween, <laughs> your Halloween, the call... To Halloween, that that spooky, that little, that little scary call we all feel once a year. I hope it's great. All right, I hope your costume is awesome. Whether you're dressed up like It the Clown or Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. All right, it can all be done. Here's the thing: no matter what costume you have, anybody can be anybody. Right? You know, like Larry from Pharmaceuticals might be dressing up as as a wild hog, right? Like some cool motorcycle. Motorcycle dude. He's just letting out the inside. And maybe Halloween's a way for us to, to reach our full potential without embracing it too much. Right? Like you're afraid of taking on a certain persona and you like you look into the mirror and you're like, I've got to make a change. And you want to see a difference in your life. And you're like, I don't know if I'm willing to fully commit. You know, you, let's, you, you walk in there, let's say, this guy who's just feeling down on himself and he wants to be a motorcycle guy. He wants to be tatted up. He wants, he wants a nice goatee and wear a bandana looking like Hulk Hogan. Um, he could do that on Halloween and just kind of gauge the room. You walk in there, you walk in there, Larry, and uh, start checking prescriptions. All of a sudden they're like, dang, that's a really good look. And Larry starts to build confidence in himself. He's like, this is what I wanted because he wants to see that. Larry wants to be that guy. Because Larry does care what other people think. Alright? Larry doesn't Larry doesn't make his own choices. He lets people decide his fate for him, and Halloween might just be a way for him to do that. So now Larry's got this cool leather jacket. And he goes out there and spends way too much money on a nice hog. Or it could go the complete opposite direction and be like, dude, that's a great costume. Could you imagine how ridiculous you would be? If that's what you actually looked like, and then Larry goes, hmm, yes, and he kind of, and he gets sad. But if there's there's a give and take. There's definitely a give and take if you're trying to go that route. Um, but there are Larrys out there, and that's a real story. There's so many people in the world that has actually happened, without a doubt. Um, there's been there's someone who's really trying to really trying to commit himself this Halloween. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, I would say Larry. 
Don't care what other people think. Make your own choices. If that's you, if you're a Hulk Hogan, motorcycle riding, leather jack wearing son of a gun, then just do it, man. Just rock and roll, okay? I mean, unless you're not into rock and roll, but still, like, if that's you, whoever's you, embrace it. Whoever you are, embrace it. Unless you were a serial killer, because that is something you should probably hide. Halloween is a serial killer's holiday, unfortunately. I keep trying to say it's a glorious and perfect and amazing kind of place where people can just embrace themselves, but... You know, there's some spooky people. There's some real life. There's some real life horror in the world. And I don't mean to be too dark, but that's a sad truth. And they're out there and they're just like, dang, finally we can blend in. You know, this guy could just, you could have some guy walking around feeling a little weird, feeling like, I don't mean, I'm about to be too dark, but I'm just saying, I can't, you know, I live in Ohio and we have, we're notorious for a, a big serial killer and one man, Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, people don't like to talk about him too much. I can probably guess why. But I'm sure he felt good on Halloween. You know? I'm sure he felt included for once. People walking around with with bones around their neck. Body parts and pig snouts. I'm I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer finally felt like he could relate to people. And that's beautiful. Okay? That's beautiful. That a man with weird hobbies and such... You know, before the killings I'm talking about. Because he wasn't a bad kid before. He just liked bones. He just liked bones and and, and stuff like that. That's not too, you know. I, yeah, actually. Mm, okay, it's a little weird. But the point is, is that even people with weird habits or tendencies might finally feel included. Because in life, you know, we're all so clicky. We all got our little groups of people that we flock to when we sit around. And, and, and the freaks need somebody. Um, now, if you're a serial killer, you probably... I got no, I don't, I got no words for you. You, this, you probably shouldn't do that. Stop it. Wash your mouth. Wash your hands. Get out of here. Point is... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Listen, I had I was going down a dark path, not me personally, but in my comedy route, and I forgot dark humor is not always um, as perceived as well. So I hit a little U-turn real quick because you can talk about that to a certain extent, but then I was like, well, you know, maybe Halloween does suck in that regard. If it makes serial killers and horrible people feel alive, like you're enabling them, like some some weirdo in the night, it's just like, oh yeah, this is. This is my time. These, this is my people. I feel like that's horrible, you know. But serial killers are people too. No, see, that's that's one of those jokes you you shouldn't make. You shouldn't you shouldn't say stuff like that. Um, but it is what it is, you know. And that is the truth. Serial killers have families. They've got the family business that they're trying to get their kids into. Can you imagine? All right, I guess we're going down the dark humor route. Can you imagine a serial killer trying to get his his son to buy into the family business? You know, son, you must kill to survive. Dad, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to go ask SpongeBob. Son, you must give in to your angers. Dad, I'm not. I'm not particularly angry right now. And then he starts 
he's got to make him angry. Like he's got to give his kid an edge. So he starts. <laughs> the the dad is the monster under the bed. He like hides in the kid's closet, like scares him at midnight and stuff like that. He's like the kid runs to his his family's bed in the middle of the night, scared of monsters. And it's his dad walks out with a mask. He's like, "Yeah, there you go. That's horrible and that's sad, but had to have happened sometime." It's just trying to <laughs> trying to give his kids an edge. That's horrible, horrible. You shouldn't say stuff like that. Ah, that's that weird neighbor over the fence. What are you gonna do? But the thing is, there are there are people like that, and 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 I feel bad for that kid, and I hope he's doing all right, and I hope he doesn't give in to his to his things. That's horrible. <laughs> he's just the, the dad is freaking growling under the bed. The freak, the toys that he gives him as a child is just like little plastic knives and dumb stuff like that. He only the only toy store he goes to is like Party City, like Halloween decorations what's your favorite movie scream 4 i've never seen a whole like i would have thought of something but i've never seen i've never seen horror movies i don't really watch any horror movies and that's not because i'm scared of them i just don't find them super interesting i feel like most stories is just and i can say this now because i haven't really watched any that it's just everyone dies for the most part right isn't that how those go someone's like runs thing oh, i'm stuck and the guy goes, and he goes, no, Johnny, Johnny, come, come help me. And he goes, I, I, and Johnny was like trying to be brave. He's trying to be like a good boyfriend. And he, he's, he's, and he gets scared and he runs. He's like, no, no. And he dies. And then she dies and they both die. And I feel like it's predictable. And I can say that now. I, I, a lot of horror movie critics and fans are going to be like, dude, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. And probably so. I just, I just don't, hmm, you know, the, the It movies though, the It movies, I do know how to read like a deep story and stuff like that. And that's interesting. Like this whole, this guy that comes back every 30 years or something like that. And, and something like that's like story wise. I love narrative. That's interesting. But if it's just like generic, like, like weak sauce Halloween stuff, yeah, it's check, you know, it's just not, it's predictable. It's too, it's just whatever. But it's Halloween. I guess Halloween's the time to do that. Halloween, actually, you know what? Halloween was, it's supposed to be just like the day of the dead, right? It's supposed to be the celebration of the, of, of the dead people. And that's not what we do. We hate death. We hate it. It's so, you know, death is popular. It's all around us. It's, 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 it's going around, but we hate it. We don't ever celebrate it here. That's only in certain cultures. You never see, I've never seen anybody come around here and celebrate death. And maybe we should be. Maybe we should be given more credit. It's not like you're celebrating the death of them. That's some more dark stuff. You don't see somebody at the funeral home going, Woohoo! Hated that some gun. That you get thrown out real fast. Um but celebrating the life of the people that had and remembering. Remembering them and feeling and, and being grateful for life. Um, I don't know if that's part of it, but we should be grateful for life because, because we are, we are grateful, right? You should be happier alive, no matter, no matter how bad things are. And we're about to get real inspirational and motivational here. All right. No matter how bad things are, right? Be grateful. You're taking a breath. 
Because no matter how bad things have ever been, no matter how, I mean, you have a near-death experience, you come back out and you feel grateful. No one's ever had a near-death experience and go, oh, so close, right? That just doesn't happen. It's It's in those moments that we realize how much we do cherish life, right? It's not one of those things where you're just, where you're driving and then all of a sudden you have to sneeze and... And you're just, and then you barely miss a card. And like, oh, so close. No, you're grateful. You're grateful for that. You're like, dang, I've cheated death once more. By the way, sneezing while driving, like that should be way up on the list of dangers that people do not account for. I can't tell you how many times I've been, you're driving like in close packed traffic and all of a sudden the sun hits the, the freaking windshield just right. All of a sudden, you feel that little tickle in your nose and you start bending. Your eyes start closing. No matter how bad, no matter how bad you want to keep looking at the road, you can't. Your eyes have to close while sneezing. Just There's a split second. There's a split second while you're driving. It could be You could be going around a bend for all I know. There's, there's all kinds of different hazards while driving. There could be someone, not to be too dark again, but there could be someone crossing the road. There could be anything that could happen in the one seconds. How many accidents happen all the time? How many accidents? Just by one second split decisions. That could happen while sneezing. It's a, I, I get scared. That's a Halloween thought right there. Every time I'm driving and I have to sneeze, I fear for my life. It's horrible. And I don't think people could think about that often. When you... When you Let's just say this, when you go driving, you better make sure there's not a lot of dust around. Or you better make sure you have somebody near that's going to say, bless you. Because, because it is, it gets scary. And that's, and that's not to be, um, to be, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not to be overlooked. Okay. And you know, you know what I'm talking about. You probably didn't realize it until I just said it right there. And you're like, holy crap. How many close calls have I had so far? too many okay so be safe out there this halloween especially with the full moon and i don't know if the moon makes you sneeze like the sun does but just in case be safe out there while you're trick-or-treating and such because you might feel safe on the sidewalk too dressed in your spider-man outfit but little do you know that larry the pharmacist is riding around on his chopper and something's just tickling up in his nostrils right now I'm just saying, everybody look out, okay? Be safe out there. I wish nothing but the best for you guys. You hear me? Nothing but the best. Um, Man, trick-or-treating. What what I would do to go trick-or-treating, I probably will. I think I'm not done. I know I'm not done trick-or-treating. I've got more. I've got more in the tank, like an athlete. <laughs> just, I got one more year in me. And uh, I've got, I think I've got at least three years of trick-or-treating solid left. Um, I just got to figure out when I'm going to use them. You know, it's got to be something I got to really use and maybe have the right costume for. Not this year. I'm not prepared. It's something you got to build up to and you have to know ahead of time. Right? You can't just come out of retirement like that. All right. I was like the Megatron. All right. If you know football, Calvin Johnson, I was the Megatron of trick or treating. I had it on lock one handed. That's Odell. But just making credible catches. Even the houses that didn't have their lights on. You're like, dude, you shouldn't go there. I don't think. They want you knocking. They're like, no, they're gonna knock, and and they might not be expecting me, but they see me rocking an all Ninja Turtles costume. They see me dressed up as a robber 
and with a made-up superhero name like Beetle Man? I got candy. It didn't no matter who you were, you were dropping candy in my little pumpkin bucket. <laughs> that's the truth. I was great trick-or-treating. I was awesome. And I'm sad that I retired. I gave up too soon. And that's sad. One of the best to ever do it. Um, yeah, there's just so many good candies. So many good candies out there. And, and while it's nice to be able to just buy candy, right? Buying candy is cool and all. There's nothing like getting something for free. But not even for free. You know, it's like you earned it. Right? When you come home and you just dump out that giant bucket full of full of wafers and 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 milk chocolate and other stuff, laffy taffy. You ever had a even a laffy taffy? I've never seen a laffy taffy, I don't think, outside of trick or treating. Or those little you know those those little candies. They're little colored ones. They're like they come in like red, orange, black, purple. There's no logo, there's no name on it, there's nothing on the freaking, nothing on the wrapper. I don't know what you would even call it. I have no idea what it would be. I've never seen those outside of my trick-or-treating bucket. You can't buy them anywhere. I'm convinced they do not exist. It's some sort of weird spiritual thing that only happens on the 31st. But I haven't, I, you know what I'm talking about. Who, like every, everyone listening here knows what I'm talking about. I've never seen them. I've never seen them anywhere. And they're super, they're super dense and hard, like some sort of weird caramel taffy chocolate something. But it's it's super hard and sticky. It was like um it was I don't even know how to describe it. But when you bit into it, it was just like it's that kind of thing that will wire wire your jaw shut. Right? It's that dental grout. It's that it's that cement for your teeth, all right? Like you, you, you bite down to that thing. You're not going to be opening your mouth right after it. It's that sticky and so dense. It was really good, but they were just, they were just, I don't know what they were. I couldn't even, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I haven't even thought about these because, again, I retired from the game so long ago, but I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them anywhere out there. I don't know. That's a weird, man, but those things were so sticky. Goodness gracious. Talking about being the, the Megatron of trick-or-treat, and you put those on your gloves, that, like before Stick'em, that's what they used. That's what Stick'em was. Stick'em was that candy. They're just ultimate one-handed catchers. It was, uh, it was some sort of science experiment. That's all we know. That's all we know about it. But we'll have to wait until I get back into the game. And I'll report back further. But yeah, those things, they were something else, man. Mmm. Candy. Candy's just good. And you know what? Maybe I was wrong. It, it it does taste good to try and earn your candy. It does taste good. It tastes it, it it feels good, you know, it feels like with every bite you can taste the effort and you can taste the satisfaction and such, but candy's just good. No lie. I won't lie. I'm saying it's great when you earn it, when you fight for it and you get it yourself, but candy's good no matter what. I've been I've been trying to eat right, but God help me, it's not working too great. I'm still pigging out. I'm pigging out like I wish I never had before. And it's all candy all the time. You know what my problem is, is all these little spooky things, people, the little spooky, spooky packaging they put on here at the store. And I see these things and I go, dang, that probably tastes like, like I can buy that satisfaction without having to earn it. And I get it. And I eat a whole bag of it. And, you know, you eat so much candy like that, I should probably be wearing a diaper. 
That's probably a bit gross or scary. Yeah, <laughs> I could just say anything I want. Just say, ooh, that's scary. Right? Just be like, dude, this dude's wearing a diaper. Ooh. <laughs> What's up with this diaper? Brother, brother still needs his mom to wipe his butt. That's spooky. Having your own butt wiped, that's scary. Or very uncomfortable. I know you're uncomfortable, but I'm going to keep on talking about it. Fast forward if you need to. But do you remember having someone wipe your butt? I don't mean that as a complete joke, but I don't. I don't know if anyone, maybe, is that a, is it a traumatic experience? I don't think so. I don't think my parents used sandpaper on me or anything like that. Charmin Fresh, baby. <laughs> no pun intended. But. I don't know. I'm, does anybody remember that? Is that something you remember? Like I remember, my, like my memories go really far back. That I, w- I would be not capable of wearing, um, you know, just straight, straight cotton Hanes or anything like that. Like I remember that, but I don't remember anyone ever cleaning me like that. Um, and I don't know if that's because of my memories go back that far, or if like the human brain is just incapable. Of remembering someone else, you know. Oh, holy crap. The every single file, everything in this podcast just got deleted. The app just closed entirely on me. That was scary. Ooh, that gets your heart racing. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, getting your butts wiped. Um, yeah, you, you wish I would have forgot that. Um, so me too, but um, I just don't remember. I, I remember, I remember other people. Needing their butt cheeks cleaned up a little bit, you know, wiped through. Um, I remember my friend needing that. And, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, props to parents, right, to be able to do that. I've, I've, never, I've never changed a diaper. I've never cleaned that. But I can only imagine, like, especially if your kid gets older, because we he was older than me. And he was able to use the bathroom on his own and everything like that. But when he was done, he would just yell for his parents, you know. And yeah, but I, I don't remember, I don't remember that happening to me, but I remember other people needing it still. I remember that I was like, that was weird. You know, he's six years old or whatever, however old he is and still needs that. He's, you know, <laughs> that's got to be hard as a parent too, just cranking one out. And then you just hear, mom, I need you. <laughs> oh, God bless every parent. That's hard. And whether down the line, it's, my own children, or some someone's—I don't know who else I would be cleaning up. So, so, yeah, never mind. Um, the point is, uh, props to people who did that, especially if your kid needed that later on. That's rough. Um, it's also—I I like just recently when I was talking about how I broke my wrist. Um, it's not easy to wipe yourself. You're what you're. All right. Let's just go. It's just. It's not easy to wipe your butt cheeks off and clean yourself up real nice with a broken wrist. I didn't have proper wrist dexterity that I could. So I had to use my left hand, and it's hard enough to try and eat left-handed. I hope you're not eating right now, but um, it was difficult, and and you learn a lot about yourself in those moments. Um, about um perseverance and determination and creativity and ingenuity and all kinds of the good things like that there's a lot there's a lot you can, a lot you can tell but I, you know what i'm done i quit <laughs>
we're, we're done with this conversation. Yeah. Um, happy Halloween. So that was that's spooky. See, you could say that's gross and all you want, but that's what Halloween's about. <laughs> Halloween's about all that stuff, whether it's dark or gross. Am I, am I old enough that I probably shouldn't have potty humor? Maybe, but I don't care. It's scary, right? Someone had to be scared during that. Um, yeah. So that was a fun. That was a fun little turn we took. Um, but you're, I'm sure you were scared, so it all works out. I, oh, scary. You want to talk about being scared? I used to be so afraid as a child. I was scarred beyond belief. Okay. So back when jump scares and YouTube and stuff like that was first becoming a thing, like people would find out about them and show them to their younger siblings. I was the younger sibling. So my oldest brother, Carlton, and the neighbors across the street, they would find these things. And they'd be like, well, let's go show this a video. And it's just like some innocent little song lyrics or some dude at like a security camera or whatever driving across the dunes. I don't know what it could be. But those things when you're like seven years old or whatever, you know, when your friends are literally still needing bathroom maintenance help, little exchange right there, um... I was being jump scared. I should have probably been wearing a diaper at this time. The point is, um, yeah, I was, they showed so many of these to me over and over and over again. And these people were trying, scaring me. It's just a little kid. You just, I was just scarred. I was so, I was so terrified of this stuff. And I remember right after we were done and people tell me all these stories about how scary it was to be in the bathroom alone and stuff like that. And I, I, I'm not making this up. As soon as they got done explaining this to me and I was so scared, I was like, all right, we're just going to go play outside and try and forget about this. The second, the second I stepped out, I tripped off the rug outside of our door and fell into the mud like a freaking cartoon, like a weird story. I tripped in the mud and it was getting dark and... And I had to go inside and I had to take a shower. I had to go in like literally seconds after they said, you never want to be in the bathroom alone. It's too, you know, there's horrible things. and It's haunted, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's a little kid. You believe that. You believe whatever the older people say. And I trip in the mud. The poor, the poor soul inside of me was so terrified and scared and my unfortunate crappy luck that I would fall. Whoops. And that I would fall into the mud and I'd have to go immediately into the bathroom, which I was terrified again. I was so, and for years after that, I would go into the basement for like 20 seconds and be proud of myself because I would run down there when I was like eight years old and whatever. It went on for a while. And I was so, I would run down, like, did you see that, mom? I was so, did you see how brave I was? And stuff like that. So, it's spooky. So, I don't, I'm not a big fan of horror. I'm not scared of anything now because, um, uh, because I do wear diapers and I'm prepared. No, um, no, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm just not really spooked out by stuff. Not to say it's impossible. I'm just saying it's not the reason I don't watch scary movies or don't take a liking to it. I've just never been interested, but I do have a history of being terrified, and I forgot about that. Um, so be nice to your younger siblings, and don't bring up body humor unless you're trying to be spooky. And and there was a lot of dark humor in this. There's a lot of a lot of random crap. <laughs> Point is, uh, yeah, spooky trick or treating. Man, so many good things about Halloween. 
If you get a chance to listen to this while you still have time left, all right, it is the 31st, you got this day, just take some, take a moment, everybody. Take a moment to experience it and feel it, you know, not with the dark and the bad, but just the good. Feel the goodness, the spook, the great things about Halloween that I tried to explain here in this episode, whether I did a good job of that or not, you know, you can feel it and be appreciate your life, right? Appreciate those near-death experiences and those close calls and the candy bags and the urn treats and the winds and the leaves and feel good about the fall because tomorrow, technically, um, well, I'm not going to talk about it, but November and Christmas, those, you know, December, those are my Christmas season, so we're going to talk about that soon. But that's not the point. The point is this podcast over because you got to get more. you got to get back to living, all right? We have no time. You're about to celebrate the death of all remembrance and, and celebrate life, all right? Be grateful, all right? Feel it and enjoy the Halloween. Enjoy the spooky season. <laughs> um, that's my best evil laughter. I couldn't do it in the mic because it was going to peek out. My point is, thank you so much for listening to it. Enjoy, enjoy your Halloween. I love you. See you next episode for No Shave November. <laughs> okay, bye, Spooky. Peace.